To the Anime Summit Newscast. It's Sam the Bomb, the host from the Anime Summit Podcast. I'm here to bring you the You know what? I actually don't have like a lot of news today. It might be a shorter one today, but that's okay. I have a nice handful of news, then I have a little uh not oh god, what were you I don't know if you'd call it like an opinion piece or like more of an expose at the end that I wanted to talk about just to kind of like uh, like a history lesson we should say that has to do with anime and, and games and stuff like that so yeah I'm gonna do that at the end and we're gonna take a little break in the between after the non-anime news and I don't actually have a lot of non-anime news either a lot of it is just like game news and stuff but yeah let's get into it shall we it's November 8th 2019 and it is nippy. My nipples are hard. My nipples are so hard from the cold that I could cut the boulder from Demon Slayer. JK, don't think about my nipples. That's weird. You're weird. Um, First of all, <clears throat> excuse me. I have to say this just because I didn't say it last time. And I should have uh, because it happened last week. And I had a chance to talk about it last week or mention it last week and I didn't. But John Witherspoon passed away. Um, if you don't know who he is, he's uh, uh, an amazing actor. He's been acting probably since, like, I think the 80s. I think his first movie was, like, in the early 80s or late 70s. But, yeah, he's he was 77 years old, and he passed away. But he's most notable for playing um, the dad on the Wayne's Brothers show. He was on the Tracy Morgan show. And he's the, he's really actually the most famous right now. For his, uh, for best known for playing the role of the dad in Friday, um, as Willie Willie Jones, he played Ice Cube's dad on the the movie Friday, and he was also uh, granddad on the Boondocks, and um, and, and which is a shame because like obviously like they had re- just rebooted the Boondocks and they were coming back with more, and you know they'll probably just you know have to revoice them. Hopefully somebody. Um, we'll be able to do that. But yeah, it's obviously it's really shitty because like that was like, I don't know. It was, it was one of those things where like it would just fit so well, like the voice for granddad and John Witherspoon, it just fits so well. But like one of the greatest things about Friday is ridiculous as that movie is. It's like, a, it's, it's a very funny comedy. Um, you know, there's that part where uh, Cube's character is about to bring a gun to protect himself from people, you know, running the fate on him and robbing him and you know he he goes up to him and he's he's like you think you a man with that gun he's like put up your dukes this is all you need right here and then and you know like at least with this you fight with these but then you are alive you live to fight another day this is all you need right here put the gun down and he puts the gun down and it's like this really just like really awesome moment of just like like let's let's not solve it this way. Let's solve it this way, and then we can both live tomorrow. You know, and I don't know, man. That's a really good. Is is as ridiculous as that movie is. That's like kind of the pinnacle of that movie is is being able to live every day. You know, and 
John Witherspoon is just amazing, and and especially his granddad in the Boondocks, and it just was, it just sucked. So like he was seventy seven. I don't I don't remember if I read how he died. I assumed it was just because you know of his age and time and caught up to him and stuff. But yeah, John Witherspoon, this one's for you. I love you. R.I.P. John Witherspoon. R.I.P. Granddad. Love you, love you, love you. So let's get into it. And let's go start with the non-anime news first, okay? And then I actually, I don't have, like, when we get into the anime news, I don't have a lot of anime hype since the new season just started. But I do have some things that I found out today that I was just like, holy shit, I got to share this with people. But anyway, let's do the non-anime news first. Warcraft 3 Reforged beta goes live in early November. Uh, goes live this Tuesday. So actually, this this article is a week old. So like it's already live now as I, as I'm uh, uh, reading this, but the 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 remastered strategy classic contains access to the orc and human races within one v one, and two v two matchmaking. The undead and night elf races and more game modes will be added in the weeks ahead. Blizzard also announced that an official release date is not far off, saying that it will be revealed soon, quote unquote. Be sure to keep your eyes open, and things like that. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for that. You know, um. Last week with the with the Blizzard thing, I was kind of saying like, oh well, they apologized or whatever. Um, one thing I want to add to that though that I should have added last week when I went on that rant is I want to add this. Um, apologies kind of don't mean a lot if they're not followed by action. So that being said, that's just another thing to think about. Um, obviously, if I like punch Nick in the face and I apologize to him. And he's like, no, it's okay. Don't worry about it. You know, just don't do it again. And then I do it again. Like, that doesn't matter. It doesn't count. Then my apology means nothing. You know what I mean? That's just me. That's just my thought process on it. So go about that how you will. But Warcraft 3 Reforged does look super cool. I remember playing Warcraft 3 when I was younger and when I was a kid. And I wasn't ever really good at those kinds of games. I'm not good at StarCraft or, like, you know, RTSs like that. But I, I did have a lot of fun playing it. And I, I'm excited to see how that looks. That's gonna be super sick. I'm, I'm hoping they do like, um, <clears throat> custom game modes, like they did with the original Warcraft Three, because that's how Dota became a thing, you know. That's how, you know, those. I, I'm, I'm, in my opinion, uh, arena captured tower capture games became like really popular because of that. You know what I mean? So it's just like, yeah. My opinion, I don't know. I, I don't even know what their first arena game was. I know it's not League of Legends, that's for sure. But just saying. Transformers voice actor Peter Cullen to receive Voice Art's Lifetime Achievement Award. The Society of Voice Art and Sciences announced on Monday that it is presenting this year's Lifetime Achievement Award for Peter Cullen, uh, most known for playing Optimus Prime in Transformers and even voicing him in the live-action movies that were god-awful. Oh, man, those movies are terrible. Oh, so terrible. I loved the first one, and then I kind of liked the second one. Honestly, if they left him at just those two, it would have been fine. Like, I would have been fine with it, like, if I'm being real. I just don't understand. Like, it just, those movies are just so bad. I don't know. Ugh. It's, it's almost kind of like they made him just to, like, show off the, you know, um, CG, like, potential which is kind of like, that's fine too, but still, I don't know. Get out of here with that. Uh, hands-on with Diablo 4. Game Informer got their hands on Diablo 4 and played some 
some little demos here and there. And I'm like, I'm watching, I've been watching gameplay. Like we talked about the trailers and the cinematic trailers in the last newscast, but like, uh, they released like that weekend, they released, uh, last weekend, like after I did the newscast, they released like more gameplay trailers and things like that. And my God, it looks fucking cool. And I think there was a couple people that I had saw on Facebook, just like on like the public posts about it and stuff. There were, there were people commenting like, oh, I was hoping that it was going to be like updated graphics and updated gameplay wise but it all just looks like diablo 3 kind of which is like okay but blizzard is all about consistency at least i would like to think so in terms of making their games uh in terms of how they handle the games after is another conversation (laughs) but like diablo has been the the game it's always been in my opinion seeing playing diablo 1 then playing 2 and then playing 3 uh, which I barely did, um, because I I just played it out of front. So I never I never bought it. I don't know why. I just never bought it. But and then seeing Diablo Four, it looks like a Diablo game. That's how Diablo games look. So like I don't know. It, it wasn't like a criticism on their part. It was. I think the comments I saw were more just like, oh, I thought it was going to be something different, you know. But obviously, in terms of gameplay, like in terms of spells and combat mechanics, and maybe level up mechanics and skill mechanics. I bet you it's going to be hella updated. There's going to be more stuff to do and things like that. They revealed some classes. I think the Barbarian, the Sorcerer, and uh, some others. I'm excited to see if they do like another Necromancer type or Black Mage type or something like that. That would be sick. So, yeah, I'm excited for that too. Uh, more Blizzard stuff. There's details on an unannounced Overwatch 2 hero, one that we've never seen before that we have not seen in the trailers that were out um, I know they revealed Echo, and they also revealed that other, um, that other uh, girl that was a sniper. She's got like Widowmaker's rifle, but she's like a good guy. Yeah, she looks fucking cool, like really fucking cool. One thing I do want to say about Overwatch Two is that we were talking about it in the Discord, and how it's just like, oh, well, this is it's weird that they're calling it Overwatch Two when it really just seems like a really huge update, you know. Which, like, <clears throat> yeah. I remember back in the day, though, this before DLC was a thing, right? And I'm not saying Overwatch 2 is DLC. What I'm saying is, back in the day, before DLC was a thing, um, and online transactions were big, you know what I mean? Like, they, what, the way we had to expand upon our game, or the way that they released expansions or DLC or anything like that, was there was a literally a whole another separate disc that you had to buy. So like Diablo 2 had um the expansion Diablo 2 Lords of Destruction and you would go and you know, you would go to Target or Best Buy or whatever or Walmart and you'd buy it and then you'd bring it home and you would start up your Diablo 2 game with the new disc and then it would like install and update and then then you would just you would play the game off of that disc. That's how it worked. And then once you had it installed, you could use the older disc if you needed to. Um, but yeah, like it, that's that's how you did it. And same with uh, Warcraft Three. You know the 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 expansion for Warcraft Three, um, which I totally forgot what it was called now. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> it was called Warcraft Three: Reign of Chaos, and the expansion was called I forgot something else. But basically, the the end the end of that expansion was the beginning of World of Warcraft and. Uh, Arthas becoming the Lich King and all that nonsense and whatever. But yeah, that's how you had to do it back then. So like, 
I'm kind of viewing Overwatch 2 like that. It's it's such a big update and such a big addition of modes and and characters and other things and things like that that it's we're kind of buying an expansion pack. Um now, I, I was a kid when those came out and when those were a thing, so I don't necessarily remember how much they retailed for. But I, I do know that they said that Overwatch 2 is not going to be like... Like, Overwatch was like, what, $50, $60? I do know that Overwatch 2 is not going to be that. It's going to be like probably like 40 bucks, Which I think if you're an Overwatch 2 fan and you love Overwatch, or you're an Overwatch fan and you love Overwatch, then you're going to buy it, whatever, you know? But I think it's such a big update and such a big thing that that's kind of how I'm viewing it as a, an expansion pack. And they're just calling it Overwatch 2 um, because I guess they don't know what else to call it. I'm not sure. But I can tell you this. I, I'll tell you what else. If they come out with like an Overwatch 3, that definitely is going to be some other kind of otherworldly sequel. That's probably going to be a whole different kind of game or whatever, you know. But... Or maybe they'll just call it Overwatch 3 and it'll basically just be Overwatch 1 and 2 put together with a whole bunch of new crap or whatever. I don't know. But yeah, if you're an Overwatch fan, that's what's up. Terry Bogard is now available in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Like, this article is two days old and this game is now fucking available. Um, which is pretty sweet. Um, we finally have an SNK character crossed into another thing that wasn't a Capcom thing. Which is... Really cool. Crossovers, in my opinion, are, like, some of the best things ever. And I just love Terry Bogard. He's so amazing. And he's just iconic. Like, people don't recognize Terry Bogard for what he is. And a lot of, you know, and a a lot of the younger generation, you know, the younger generation people who didn't grow up with SNK around them as much as I did, uh, you know, when I was growing up as a kid, um, and this is gonna have to. This actually is gonna have to do somewhat with my piece at the end here. Um, there was a lot of that kind of stuff. We got anime games all the time, you know, and SNK was big on that as well. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Terry Bogard was like a big anime icon, like back then in the world of games, along with Street Fighter and stuff like that. They were the competitors to to Capcom in terms of fighting games um, in Japan. So, like, it was just really cool um, to see that Terry is getting some, like, light shine on him again. Um, that's not... Because King of Fighters 14, in my opinion, is just kind of like, uh, you know. Um, and same with 13, I don't know. The King of Fighters games have kind of tapered off into something other other kind of realm. But they're not widely as recognized. You know, SNK characters are not widely as recognized nowadays as Tekken or Street Fighter. So, like, this is kind of cool to see. And for all you young kids who are saying, oh, it's Ken and <laughs> it's just a, a shittier Ken in a baseball cap or whatever, y'all need to get educated in some history, which I'm about to do at the end of this newscast. So, yeah, if you haven't played an SNK fighting game, you really should. Speaking of Nintendo, though. Uh, Reggie Phil's aim, uh, you know, he he stepped down as the CEO, um, or the CEO of Nintendo, um, recently, and he is now going to receive an award in New York. The New York Video Game Critics Circle announced on Tuesday that it is presenting Reggie, former president and CEO of Nintendo America, with the Andrew Yoon Legend Award at the ninth annual New York Game Awards at the SVA Theater in Manhattan on January twenty one, twenty first. That is pretty cool. I mean. 
he's he he was the vice president of sales and marketing in 2003 and then three years later he became the coo and i think he's done a pretty good job honestly uh nintendo kind of took a dip there for a bit but i think he uh, definitely helped you know in the the western side of things so that's pretty cool uh speaking of fighting games too by the way new guilty gear trailer holy shit i am so excited for this new guilty gear game you have not at there excited at am new guilty gear game access some works they d- dropped a new trailer for chip and potemkin chip zanif and potemkin and they are going to reveal more characters at the arc revo america 2019 event in california on november 16 17 and we'll have a playable demo of the game with the six characters revealed so far which is soul bad guy kai kiss k may axel low chip zanif and potemkin the game will launch in 2020 and daisuke ishiwatari is the game's general director and akira katano is directing the game um the Guilty Gear Exard Rev 2, the series' latest entry, was marketed as both a new entry in the series as a lower-priced online update for Exard Rev. The game launched on PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, and PC in 2017, also launched on arcades in Japan the same month. So that's when the last Guilty Gear came came out, which is really weird because, like, Guilty Gear XX or X2 was, like, the latest entry, right? And then they just kept coming out with, like, expansions to that on PS2. Um, there was Guilty Gear Axon Core, um, Axon Core Plus. There was Guilty Gear 2 Reload. No, there was Reload. Then it was Axon Core. Then Axon Core Plus. And, and in Japan, there was another version, but I think that was just what we called Axon Core, but it was called Guilty Gear Slash. Or Guilty Gear XX Slash is what they called it. And, um, and then they had that weird one that was called Guilty Gear Eska, which was like a f- four four player battle royale kind of guilty gear on a side scroll it was kind of weird um which i have by the way it's it's a weird it's a weird fucking game but yeah like it, they hadn't come out with a new game since like that came out like in what 2008 or 7 or something like that and then you know all these years later 2015 2016 comes around and we get guilty gear exert which i think was them tapping into some new like graphics and everything like that and now this new Guilty Gear game coming out is going to be, like, the fucking move, you know? So that's exciting. I'm excited for that. Uh, Toei's Spider-Man to appear in Spider-Verse sequel. So last newscast, we talked about the, the, the teaser that they did for the Into the Spider-Verse. Um, Spider-Man Into the Spider, Spider-Verse producer Phil Lord confirmed on Twitter that Toei's take on the classic comic book superhero will appear in the film's sequel. When a fan asked if the Japanese Spider-Man has been written into the film, Lord responded, he's designed. Um, so if you don't know what the Toei Spider-Man is, basically Toei uh, in Japan uh, made a tokusatsu show uh, of Spider-Man. And it's. It, I think it only lasted one season. I don't think it lasted uh, more than that. But basically it was, it was kind of like Kamen Rider. Like, um, and the, the guy who's... Uh, the guy's name was like Takuya or Taki or something like that. And he was Spider-Man. And there was even like this like Spider-Man Megazord thing he summoned and it was hilarious. But yeah, like that is pretty friggin' exciting. Like I'm excited to see that. That's going to be super sick. I'm so excited for Into the Spider-Verse 2, honestly. Like it's going to be super awesome. Speaking of Spider-Man, all the talk about like the next like Holland movie, like not the next Holland movie, but the one after that maybe potentially having a crossover with venom 
Tom Hardy's Venom, and then also like there were people talking about being having Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire do some Spider Versey shit coming into Tom Holland films and being like, "Nah, I'm Spider Man. Nah, I'm Spider Man," which would honestly be satisfying, considering that like those films got jacked around, like then just were done horribly. You know, like well, I, honestly, the Maguire films are awesome. with the exception of the third one the third one's kind of janky and then the Garfield ones in my opinion were not very good they're kind of bad but like Tobey Maguire was supposed to do like five films you know what I mean he was supposed to do like when they figured out they weren't they you know they injected two more villains into the third film alongside with with, uh, Venom so it was just really fucking weird and the casting was weird and whatever and then they came out with the garfield ones and they kind of they kind of sucked and yeah i don't know so i thinking if they do that it's kind of their way of being like okay here's what happened to the mcguire and garfield films like there was only two garfield films there was supposed to be three of those or four of those and there wasn't and it was just bad so now that sony and disney are getting along and playing nice hopefully we'll get something really cool there anyway there's my non-anime news Okay, let's get into the anime news, but first, let's take a quick break. Boom! Check that out. And always, links.animesummit.net. You can find everything right there. We're on Discord. We're on all social medias. We're not on Facebook. We had a Facebook page, and we just, like, didn't market it well at all. Um, We're on Twitter, Instagram, Instagram. you can also find the YouTube channels there. So, like, I'm not just going to explain this. I should explain this more often just because uh, people are confused by it. Um, but we come out with a new podcast every Thursday of Anime Summit Podcast. Then we release a new news a newscast every Saturday. And then Terrace Talk on Tuesday, which is Quokka's show about Terrace House, which I'm not – right now they're doing the current season, which is, like, uh, I think it's called Tokyo – 2019 to 2020 or something like that and i have not watched any of it yet but that comes out on tuesday and then the episode the main podcast that comes out on thursday gets released to youtube that weekend alongside with the newscast so if you guys listen purely on youtube you guys have to wait till the weekend for it and then otherwise it comes out on thursday on itunes spotify and your favorite podcast app and also if you're a patron uh you get access to it as soon as it's done being edited on the Patreon page. So uh, you can go to patreon.com slash anime summit and become a patron today. You get early access to a bunch of stuff. You get behind the scenes stuff. Um, You get first access to new things we're doing, new things we're working on Um, participation. So we're, we're talking, we did patron, we did a patron topic actually a month ago or so where you submitted topic ideas and we, we did, um, Kat Keowens, uh, they're a patron of ours. They've been a patron for a couple months now. And what they did was uh, they suggested, like, if you were to make an anime theme park, what would you make? So me and Nick and Danny each made, like, a theme park. And then we did, like, a Twitter poll for it, and everyone voted for Danny's, which was, like, a Cells at Work theme park, which was perfect. Like, it was really – it was awesome. So, yeah, like, participation. And then we're, we're thinking about doing, like, a patron cast where, like, some patrons come on and just hang out with us, and we do a cast or do an AO episode or I also will do podcasts that are only for patrons. So, like, they don't get uploaded to the RSS feed. 
They don't get uploaded to YouTube. They just get uploaded to the patron page. And they'll probably just be like AO episodes, but for patrons only, pretty much. So, and then also we're doing a new merch line soon. And you guys are going to get early access to that if you're a patron as well. Before anybody else, you'll get first dibs and you'll be able to choose whatever you want before it goes live. So, yeah, that's going to be sick. That's going to be dope. Become a patron today. And also, one more thing. I swear I'm almost done. We are doing a review rush. So, when we get to 100 reviews, whether on iTunes or you know other podcasting places where you can review stuff, if we get to 100 reviews, we will do something special. And we're going to do – we haven't talked about it much of the details yet. We're thinking about doing a live stream, some other things. Um, but, yeah, if you have not reviewed our podcast, please go and do that. Go on iTunes and review it. Or I think you can on Spotify too, right? I think so. Anyway, whatever wherever you would review a podcast – um, definitely do. We'll read them on the podcast as well, give you shout-outs and anything like that. So please do that. Once we get to 100 reviews, um, we're going to do something special for you, okay? Okay, perfect. Let's get into the anime news. Like I said, I don't have a lot, but I do have um, uh, like an expose or opinion piece at the end that we'll talk about. Um, so the, the, the trailer for Dengeki Bungo Crossing Void came out. So basically, like, if you've ever heard of Dengeki Bunko Fighting Climax, it was a fighting game that was made by Sega, and or it was developed by Sega, and it featured, it was an anime crossover game that featured characters that had the Dengeki Bunko imprint on it. And it was really cool. It never got released for America. Well, it did, but it's only on, like, DLC. It's only on the PlayStation Network, not DLC, but the PlayStation Network, but you can only play it on PS3, which is fucking annoying, because I accidentally bought it thinking I could play it on my PS4. And I don't have a PS3, so that's really... That's why I have it now. I just fucking have it now. It's just fucking annoying. Um, but yeah, like, uh, they made a new game called Crossing Void, which is like um, like a brawler, fighter, gotcha thing for mobile, Android, and iOS. Uh, it's honestly kind of stupid, but um, I don't know. Like, I'm... I'm, I'm I'm jaded about mobile games. Like, I haven't even, t- like, done a review of the Gunpla Battle 1 or Mario Kart World Tour yet. And I keep saying I'm going to for you guys. I've played them. I haven't played them enough, though, to think to give you a review of it yet. Just because, like, I'm not that into them. Like, I don't know. And may- that might be my age showing. Like, I'm, you know, you know, an older person that didn't grow up playing, the you know, mobile games like a lot of um, other people did. But I just... I don't know. Maybe I'm jaded that way. Um, if you enjoy them, they're awesome. You know, um, I honestly enjoyed Mario Kart a little bit, but I don't know. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. Sorry, I'm going on to a fucking tangent. But, yeah, it, it's cool. Like, I mean, obviously, you got Shauna. You got uh, Makoto from Railgun, Asuna, and um, Kirito. And then you have Kuryukihime from Excel World and things like that. So that's pretty cool. I mean, it's going to be releasing... Uh, globally soon. I don't remember when they said the release date was. But, yeah, globally soon, hopefully. And I'll I'll definitely review that for you guys for sure, just because that's a big anime thing. Uh, A3, here's some 2020 hype. A3 anime reveals January 13 premiere, opening song info, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Season, spring, and summer will premiere on Monday, January 13. Uh is a3 is a game that debuted for smartphones in 2017 and it's it's about these male actors 
and uh, they're like a literally the reason it's called A three is because it's called Act Addict Actors Summer Troupe is what it's called, and uh, the first half of the anime is called Season Spring and Summer, and uh, yeah, it's about a, it's about an acting troupe, and there's a bunch of male actors and hot people. There's even some hot hot chicks, some hot people all over the place. So yeah, that looks pretty exciting. I might I might give that a watch. Solve a city hunter mystery on the real streets of Tokyo. Now I I know I said I wasn't gonna talk about like Japanese events because obviously like n- you know not a lot of us live in Japan whatever. But like it's it's just kind of this cool thing where um it, it's it's this event in in Tokyo happening on January eighteenth. And the event story follows Ryo and Kaori as they aid a girl named Hana, who is being targeted by mysterious people. She holds the key to the Angel's Requiem. Ryo becomes her bodyguard and promises to find the truth behind the Angel's Requiem. However, a dark conspiracy lies within the town of Kichijoji. Participants in the puzzle-solving event will visit various locations in Kichijoji as they solve the mystery. And they haven't released more details than that. I I bet they're probably going to do something like you download an app or that they make or something and... I don't know, but that's really cool. I, I love City Hunter, and it's always cool to see cool City Hunter shit like that. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake game runs record seven-minute TV. Com- this is more game news, but um, there's like this. It's like this. It's like this live-action, like short film. It's like seven-minute short film of of this guy who is an office worker, and he's never played the original Final Fantasy VII game, and. I don't know. It's like it, it was really cool. It was really kind of cute. You guys should just go watch it. But just type in Final Fantasy VII Remake commercial, and I'm sure you'll find it. It's seven, seven or so minutes long, and it's going to be pretty cool. I'm going to save those two things for the end just because. Uh, given Boys Love Anime Film unveils Spring 2020 opening, and they released a color visual. I'm really excited for this. I love Given. I, I thought it was a really cool show. And for, you know an LGBTQ person like myself to see gay representation, gay representation that wasn't so fucking like in boys love anime. That wasn't so like, I don't know. It wasn't really blatant. It wasn't like, uh, push up against the wall, shirt open, handsome face Johnson. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it actually just had like a nice story. It was about a guy and he falls in love with this other guy who he teaches guitar to. And, and they are in a band together and like the drummers like buy or something. I don't know. Like he's, I don't know. I think he's he might just be straight up gay, but I don't know. It was really cool. It was a really cool show. There was even a lot of people on our Discord who were like straight dudes just watching it. They were like, "No, it's a cool show, man. It's really awesome. It's a good romance, you know." So I thought it was cool. I thought it was a really good show. Um, so the there's there was a lot of criticism about it because people were like, "Oh, why isn't there more?" Like there, there feels like that ending was so abrupt and kind of dumb. You know, they just kind of they got together and ended it. Whatever. Um, no, there is more, and actually there's going to be a movie, um, and I think there's going to be one more season after that movie, I think they said, but I'm not sure. But yeah, like, Given is really cool. If you haven't seen it yet, I definitely recommend watching it. It's only like 11 episodes, and it actually goes by kind of quick. It's not boring at all, so. Uh, f- remember a couple, maybe like a month ago, we talked about them porting the Monster Hunter, or Mon- not Monster Monster Rancher, and they're porting it to smartphones? We finally have a date. Um, November 28th on smartphones and on the Nintendo Switch on December 19th, which is, like, super exciting. That's super sick. I'm excited. Um, That's definitely one of the first games I'll be purchasing if I get a Switch for sure. 
I'm not sure if they, they'll probably make it. You probably have to pay for it on the smartphone because it is like a full fucking game. But yeah, dude, I I kind of want to rewatch the anime series. Like I totally, I remember watching the anime series on TV when I was a kid, watching the 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 dub, the G Kids. I don't know if it was by G Kids or somebody else, but maybe it was by Deke, D the D I C people like people Deke Dick, Dick. I remember the the fucking thing at the end of the every episode of Sailor Moon and every episode of monster rancher be like dick and it would show the logo so from fucking weird production company anyway dick <laughs> uh shika cause shika shiki zakura anime here's some 2021 hype that's kind of fucking far away that's a that's a far away thing for a for a, to show a promo or trailer but this looks like some grid man shit like it looks pretty fucking cool um the character designs are pretty cute um but is this an original what is this the anime is set in the tokai region and most of the series main staff members are based in the area which is pretty cool um wait where does it say the the print does it say the premise the official website for the chukyu tv and sublimation's original near feature science fiction drama anime shigazakura revealed a teaser promotional video teaser visual the main cast and characters a theme song and a 2021 debut but yeah, it looks like there's some characters here. They look like they go to high school, and then there's this character named Ibarra, and he looks like a fucking. He's got like this battle suit on, or he's a robot, maybe. I don't know, but it looks friggin' it looks friggin' sick. There's actually no details about it really, other than the trailer, which uh, I watched, but th- there was no subs on it, so I couldn't uh, figure out <laughs> what it was really about. But it looks fucking cool, dude. It looks pretty exciting. Um, check that out, Shiki Zakura. Little Witch Academia Chamber of Time game relisted on Steam. It was delisted on October 31st, and they now have uh, relisted it. Um, it is a 3D action beat-em-up game and based on the world of Little Witch Academia. And I don't know, man. I loved Little Witch Academia, and I really kind of wanted to play this game. It's also on PS4, so I might buy it on PS4 um, since it came out. But yeah, it's been released on Steam. So if you're one of the kind of PC-only people then you can totally buy that on steam right now okay so do you remember earlier in the newscast just like not even 20 minutes ago i was talking about some things i found that i thought i had to share with you guys there's this thing called tubi tv and i did not realize it was a thing um but yeah, Tubi TV is basically free Netflix. Um, it, it's got there's a bunch of movies on here. Honestly, it looks like there's also a hella bitch ton of crap on it. Also, like just stuff that's just bad or you don't care about. But there is some stuff on here, and it's free, and it, it uses ads. Um, the the first season, or I think this is I don't even know. The first season of Transformers is on here. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds, Bleach is on here. Um, there's some older anime on here. Adu Galaxy Express 999, Ghost Messenger. There's not a lot of anime. I'm not going to lie to you. There's not very much anime at all on here. Um, Die Buster, the movie. Uh, so pretty much all of Die Buster is on here. Jinro, uh, Bakuman is on here. Um, yeah, there's not a lot of anime. And actually, there's not even a Category 4 anime. I had to like put it in the search bar and then like scroll down a bunch. Um the the, a bunch of other weird uh fucking 
anime movies like the the Cinderella one and all those weird ones that they they made Robin Hood the Invincible Knight uh Cowboy Bebop is on here though Ghost in the Shell is on here uh Blackjack uh Loop on the Third is on here yeah dude um it to be TV yeah it's fucking weird I guess this would have been non-anime news technically but I just had to like share that in case anyone's trying to find a show it might be on here you know um, but yeah, I'm seeing like 13 going on 30 major league, uh, how to train your dragon is on here. Um, juice. That's a fucking sick movie. Uh, biker boys also a sick movie. There's a saw house of a thousand corpses scream scream two. Yeah. There's actually a bunch of like big movies on here. Um, that, and they're just, they're just free. There's also hell's kitchen. There's TV shows on here too. Uh, a bunch of stand up comedy things bunch of martial arts films i've seen i'm seeing ungbok ungbok 3 um yeah i thought that was really fucking weird i don't i it was super weird and the way i came across it was i was looking for anime news and i saw this thing that talking about oh they're gonna premiere this anime on tubi tv or something and i was like what the fuck tubi tv speaking of streaming okay here's here's the other thing that i discovered that was really freaking cool and there's not a lot of anime on here. Um, but, and this actually costs money. So there's, you can do a seven day free trial and you can pay for a year subscription for 40 bucks. Um, but it's called Toku T O K U. And you can go to watch toku.com and it's three ninety nine a month, 40 bucks a year. Um, honestly don't, it doesn't seem like it's that worth it to me yet, but Basically, it's this streaming service uh, for uh, unlimited access to tokusatsu live action um, Asian uh, uh, films and shows in anime. So, like, there's a bunch of tokusatsu stuff. There's a bunch of um, Asian, Asian European films on here. I'm seeing uh, Marshall Universe, Nightfall. Nightfall is kind of a cool movie. I've fell asleep but <laughs> yakuza like a dragon haven't heard of that movie before there's a lot of martial arts films on here um there it always updates you on what's 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 being added um hold on a second i just i'm sorry if you're hearing clicking i'm clicking through everything because i'm trying to find here we go here's the tokusatsu section there's ultraman leo ultraman max ultraman cosmos ultraman gaia is there tiga outer man oh my god when's the last time you heard about outer man dude Ultraman Orb, Mirror Man, who basically looks like Jet Jaguar, <laughs> Ultraman X, uh, Ultraman Mebius, uh, Neo Ultra Q, Ultraman Neos, The Ultraman, which was like the the 1970s anime, um, one Ultraman 80, Ultraman Nexus, uh, Ultra Ultra 7X, which had like the multiple. There's the original Gridman on here, like holy shit ultraman zero ultraman uh ginga yeah that's all the tokusatsu wait hold on a second let me click see all i wonder if there's more than just because i just listed a bunch of ultraman stuff no so far it's just a bunch of ultraman stuff but i imagine they'll add like you know uh garo or they'll add um common writer and things like that I hope maybe they'll add start adding more sentai stuff um but the anime section is very very i can count it just right now there's 6 12 18 
23 shows. Like, it's, there's not even, and they're not even, none of these are even, these are old fucking shows. Like, there's uh, Yamibo, Ramen Fighter Mickey, Saber Rider, uh, Queen's Blade, Kite, Kite Liberator, Mazen Kaiser SKL, Holy Knight, uh, Girls High, Green Green, World, World War Blue. Like, that's fucking, what is that from the early 2000s? Jesus Christ. Ladies versus Butlers. This looks like a fan service like, late 90s, early 2000s show. Uh, Jubei-chan, the ninja girl. And then Juden-chan, Nighthead Genesis, Shamanic Princess, Strawberry Panic. Whoops, sorry, those are my headphones. Strawberry Panic. Like, uh, yeah, these are are old fucking shows. But, like, I don't know. I just thought that was a cool thing. It might be something to, like, follow in the near future because maybe they're going to have, you know, more kinds of shit. But definitely, if you want to do that seven-day free trial and then just, like, bust out some Ultraman, like an Ultraman marathon, that's a good way to watch it. I mean, it's pretty cool. I, 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 w- I would love to see more. If I want to pay 4 bucks a month or 40 bucks for the year, I, I would definitely need to have at least way more than that. Um, but obviously this stuff, too, is stuff that you – a lot of these, these uh, Ultraman shows, the way they were divided up here, you can't find, like, on Hulu or Netflix currently. So I don't know. That's just something to, look, to keep an eye out for. So here's the thing that I want to talk about. Here's my expose, okay? Um, I want to talk about anime and video games. And the reason I bring that up is because there was the, the they were talking about, in, in the Anime Summit Discord, they were talking about Terry Bogard and um, how there is, like, one of uh, the, I think it was Sean who said it. Shout out to Sean. I love Sean. They're also one of our patrons. I love Sean. Sean's awesome. But they were like, um, all these fucking kids like clowning on Terry Bogard, not knowing how great Terry is, you know, calling him a, a, a normal Ken or a Ken with a cap or something like that, you know. And that was kind of making me think about it. And like the ex- we were also talking about the exclusion of my, um, from Fatal Fury also and King of Fighters also, and my Shiranui and stuff like that. And of course, the internet started to meme, you know, the fighting game community and the, the Smash community started to meme like you know, when's my or whatever. And they're like, Oh, they probably didn't want to because of her boobage. And then somebody took like, somebody did some like editing on my Sprite from like, uh, I don't remember which game they took it from, but they, they did some editing on her Sprite to make it look like she was wearing like a full body, like, um, spandex black, a, a black spandex suit underneath her outfit. So that way she was like, you know, more i guess nintendo friendly you could say because they you know she just got big boobs and she wears a thong under her loose thing you know so like i mean yeah anyway i want to talk about that for a minute anime and video games because i i wish people because they were talking about and sen was talking about um how mobile game trailers the, the trailers for a lot of these anime mobile games are like fucking beast like mode sakuga and animation is just fucking top tier and that reminded me i made a joke to to them like oh well back in my day ps1 games had anime cutscenes and those i'm sam and i am an old granny who likes to fart yeah and anyways i was kidding i I made it clear to the son that i was joking but yeah, no, like that's a big thing. So like what I was saying earlier when we were talking about Terry and the non-anime news was, you know, growing up, when I grew up, 
a lot of companies were trying different consoles. They were trying to make new consoles. They made the Neo Geo Pocket. They made new Game Boys all the time. They were trying to partner with SNK, partner with Square to do these to sell their games on their consoles. And we got all kinds of shit because of it. We got all kinds of anime games. You know, all kinds of 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 Japanese properties coming to America because people were trying to try stuff. They were trying to invest you know, in the idea. And we got all kinds of shit because of it. And obviously Mega Man was already very popular here. So by the time they wanted to make Mega Man X4, they made it for the PS1. And the Me- that game, Mega Man X4 on the PS1, has anime cutscenes in it. It even has an anime opening. Like, the song doesn't have, like, lyrics or nothing. There's a song there, but it doesn't have lyrics but um, or vocals. But it was a legit, like, an anime opening. It, like, showed all the characters and... It showed them doing shit, and and that's you know by Capcom obviously, and Capcom did that hella for a lot of their PS One games, and they even had there was a game. It's one of my favorite fighting games, and it's called Rival Schools, and it was a three D fighter, um, kind of like like Tekken, like you can move up and like you can sidestep, you know, from side to side, but then it was you could walk back and walk forward. Um, it was cool, man. And that, that also had an anime opening. That had like a straight up anime opening with like vocals and everything. And it showed all the different characters and all the different schools and fight scenes and stuff like that. And it was super hype. It was super cool. They like put time into that shit. You know what I mean? But then by the time Mega Man X5 rolled around, they took those out completely. Like it just was like the opening of Mega Man X5 was more of like a slideshow kind of thing. Um, it wasn't really like, you know, an, it, nothing was really animated. Um, then when Mega Man X6 rolled around, that had an anime opening also, but it was like half kind of screenshots and slideshows of, of artwork and then half like animated scenes. But there weren't anime cutscenes in it, uh, nor were there in X5. And then a lot of the King of Fighters and SNK fighting games, like the later ones like Fatal Fury and all of them, those really kind of didn't either. I think some of them did, but those kind of didn't either. But I, I, I love that. I, you know, I, I was really into that. That really made it hype for me to play that game, and it made me hype on anime. And I wish we could do some of that shit. Like some of the shit that they put, some of the fucking effort and budget they put into some of these like mobile games like i would love to see that and and maybe i I also might be ill-informed also because i haven't played like persona 5 or any some of those other um anime games that have been coming out lately and those might have cutscenes in them i know persona 5 definitely probably does um and actually persona 3 did also i played i played persona 3 and persona 4 but that's alice you know like they go hard in the paint like they always go hard so i kind of expected from them but I just like I, it would be cool, I and mean, I know the games are supposed to be three D, and they want to, they want to do the cutscenes like that and stuff like that. I totally get that. That makes perfect sense. Don't get me wrong, it makes sense now because that's what we, that's how they that's how it looks in game, and that's how they want to do the cutscenes. I totally get that. That makes sense. I'm not, I'm not saying oh why don't they do this anymore. I'm just saying that I wanted to kind of put that out there that that was a thing that I grew up with and that was a thing that a lot of otakus my age grew up with because that that shit was fucking cool and I highly recommend like people to like go look up 
Mega Man X Four cutscenes or Rival Schools cutscenes, and uh, or Mega or even Mega Man Eight. Um, Mega Man Eight, the last Mega Man uh, game on Nintendo was Mega Man Six, and then Mega Man Seven came out on Super Nintendo, and then they came out with Mega Man Eight on the P- the PlayStation, and those had anime cutscenes as well, even an anime opening, which was super dope, and actually technically. Um, technically Mega Man X3 also had, um, an anime opening and, um, a little anime intro for each boss that you picked. Um, but that was only on the PC version and there was, there was a PlayStation version of it, but that didn't come out for America, I don't think. So I don't know, man, like that stuff is cool. I wish, I guess what I'm trying to say is like exactly what Sen said. I wish they would do that more with games nowadays. Like, I would love to see that. And obviously, Capcom still has done it. Um, they did it, you know, with Tatsunoko vs. Capcom. They had an anime opening there. And they did it with um, the Namco Cross Capcom games. Um, and the, I don't think they... and they, Well, they did do it with... Actually, yeah, they did do it with um, uh, the last one. The one I just played. I already, I'm blanking on the fucking name. Um... But yeah, the one with Sega and Namco and, and Capcom in it. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I love that. That it brings the anime community and video game community as one thing, and that's just fucking great for every nerd out there. I just highly recommend like just sitting down. If you're just chilling one day, you're eating, you're you're eating food. You're not watching anime or watching a show on your computer. You're eating food at your desk, or you're just chilling on your phone or your iPad or tablet or whatever, I highly recommend just spending, like, an hour going on YouTube and typing in, like, anime cutscenes in video games or anime cutscenes in Mega Man X4, Rival Schools, um, Namco Cross Capcom. Uh, I, I highly recommend, all like, watching all of that stuff. Like, in the intro to the Namco Cross Capcom games, are they're fucking amazing. The song is hype. They're super cool. Like, that that stuff needs to be, like more of a thing now than it was back. Oh, Lunar. Lunar. I totally forgot about Lunar. That game was fucking sick. That was a JRPG and it had anime cutscenes in it. Yeah, that was sick too. So I totally totally blamed on. Ooh, fucking Chrono Trigger. Sorry, they're all coming in. They're all flooding into my mind out of nowhere right now. But yeah, Chrono Trigger. Um Chrono the art for Chrono Trigger is a great JRPG made by Square. And the art for that game was done by Akira Toriyama. And they had there was a PlayStation version of that game that came out after the Super Nintendo version, uh, where it originally came out, and there were anime cutscenes in it. So, like um, some of the big events that would happen in game, it would go to the cutscene instead of the the in-game cutscene with the sprites and everything. So, look up that too. Look up Chrono Trigger anime cutscenes. Like those are for, there's people who have made whole AMVs with them. You know what I mean? Like it's it's pretty dope. I love that. I love the, the the crossing of that. I love the unity of that, and I would love to get back more on that shit. I would love to see more of that shit. Obviously, the sh- the shit that Sen is talking about in the mobile games is what I want to see more in like newer games. Obviously, that's a little harder given the way games are now, and I totally get that. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right. All right. I love you guys. I love you guys so much. You guys make me so happy that you allow me to do this every week and talk about anime and tell you that your favorite anime sucks and all that stuff. So thank you so much. That being said, 
I've been Sam, and this has been the Anime Summit Newscast.